0: Welcome to the moms for wellness podcast on SM enlightenment radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and leading their kids to do the same. So what are your family goals? Do you even have family goals? This episode, you will discover the value of having family goals and will gain many ideas of what you can do to create and attain them. Welcome back to the podcast, Mama. This is what we are going to be talking about and I'm really excited about this because this is the first in a four-part series on goals. So we are here at the end of the year. We are in the month of December. We are looking at the close of this year as of the time of recording this. I'm recording this in 2022. And so we are looking at the close of this year and it's a great time to look back on the past year and reflect on it. And then also to look forward to the coming year and set goals and set your vision and decide to be purposeful about your life. And the thing is that many people do this when it comes to their finances or when it comes to their work or their uh, their business that they have, but I really feel like few people do this in other areas of their lives. So in this series, we are going to be looking at creating goals in several areas of our lives and being purposeful and being intentional about multiple areas of our lives. So today we are looking at our families And next week we will look at setting goals in our health. And then the third week we will look at setting goals in our finances and business and work. And then the fourth week I have a special activity, a special event that I'm gonna do with you. So I'm really excited about this. And as we turn our attention to our families, the thing is, is that I don't know where your kids are, what age your kids are in your family right now, But the thing is that time goes really fast. And when they're little, you think that you have all the time in the world and that college is, oh my goodness, it's on the horizon. It is so far off, right? But then they somehow wind up hitting middle school and you're like, well, how did that happen? And then it's like time just starts flying. I mean, time really, truly does move faster as they get older. I have got to find scientific proof of that because I just, it just feels that way. It's just, it's crazy how, and I remember hearing this when my kids were little. I remember friends of mine who have older kids would say these things to me and it was just hard to fathom because you just feel like your days are so long and your nights are even longer when you're not sleeping and you're getting interrupted with the rest and just like, please just stay in bed till five that would be great and then somehow they grow up and they get older and it's just it's just insane how fast the time flies and so because of that i really want us to pause and take some time together to think about being intentional with your family and being intentional with the role that you have been given as the mom in your family, the mom to your beautiful, precious child or children. And so the way I want to start with this is to start with the end in mind. And this is something that if I have any teachers out there that if you're a teacher and you're listening, you're like, oh yeah, that's what we do with our lesson plans. And you know, with a a lot of people, just a lot of different things that you do, you're creating something, you're creating an event, whatever it is. You want to start with the end in mind. So to that end, think about what do you want your children to look like? So ask yourself some questions like these. What are the kind of people that you want your children to be? What are the values that you want to have instilled in them? What traditions do you want to pass down to them? What experiences do you want them reminiscing about when they are grown and talking about their experiences of growing up? What really is important to you? What is important in this life? What do you find of great importance? Are there any places that you want to take them to and have them experience? Are there any specific experiences that you want them to have? So these are the types of questions to be thinking about. Think about that end goal. Who do you want your children to be? Who do you want to help them to become, to shape them into being? And these are the types of things that we want to be thinking about and be asking ourselves as moms, as heads of our households. So the intentionality of our families and how our kids turn out I think often gets lost on us and I think we often think of, of like I mentioned goals as relating to work and health and finances and and you know I mentioned we're gonna get into those things but I really feel like rarely if ever we think about goals applying to the family, but I really think the family should be where we are the most intentional about this. So let this be a wake up call to you, or maybe just a reminder if you are already aware of this, but your role as a parent, as a mom is your most important role you have in life. So treat it with intentionality. and. Focus like you do on all er other areas of your life. Give that same focus and intention to being a mom to your children and to creating and fostering that culture and that environment that you want to have in your family. And the thing is, is that we truly are shaping the next generation. And that is not hyperbole. That is not like, over the top flowery talk. It is true. That is what we are doing. We are shaping the next generation. It starts with us as moms at home. Do you want your children to be respectful? Do you want them to be respectful to you? Do you want them to be respectful to their teachers? Do you want them to be respectful to just everyone that they meet? then teach that to them at home. Insist on nothing less than respectfulness in the home. Have it be the undercurrent of all interactions with one another under your roof. Have that be who you are. And let me encourage you, if you haven't done this already, go ahead and make a list. Press pause, stop and think about this or just make a mental list right now or a description of the type of person that you want your children to be as adults. And so take those questions that I just gave you and expand upon them and really take time to pause and ruminate and think about this. Think about Who do you want your children to be when they are leaving home, when they're going off to college or they're going off to the workforce or they're going off to a trade school or wherever they are going after they graduate high school and after they leave high school, who do you want them to be? How do you want them equipped and to be ready for life in this world? And so... The way to do that is to take these thoughts and then work backwards and think about what can you do as the mom in your family to help shape them to be that way? What can you do to help instill that in them? All right. So one of the questions that we just talked about was what values do you want them to have? So let's think about that just a little bit. So what values do you want them to have? What beliefs do you have that you want to have passed down to them? Because it doesn't just automatically happen. Again, this has to be intentional. And childhood is the best time to teach your children about your faith. And as a Christian, I want to share some stats about the Christian faith that I thought were very interesting. Um, it's two-thirds of christians came to faith before the age of 18. okay so that's a lot and that's young that's in your youth and then 43 percent came to christ before the age of 12. so that just speaks to the power of as the role model of the parent the mom in the family to be able to help teach this to your children to help instill this in your children to have this be the framework Of your family and it needs to be intentional you need to be doing this on purpose if that is something that you want to instill in your children and pass down to your children so stop and think about what do you want to be important in your child's life you need to model that so again speaking of faith and in the Christian realm is it prayer is it Bible reading is it Bible memorization Is it character, having good character? Is it commitment, following through on your word? Is attending church a priority? What are those things that you want to be important to your children? Because whatever you value and set up as the norm and the culture in your family is what is going to be instilled into your children and what they are going to see is important to them and then that gets instilled in them then they grow up that way and they in turn have this importance in their life and then seek that out as they are an adult and internalize and make that a part of their life so you see how this works and so if you just say yeah it'd be great if my kids go to church someday but we don't go to church as a family well how is that instilling that in them how is that showing them that that's important so If it's important to you and if it's something that you want to teach them and show them and instill in them and have be a part of their lives, then do your part to show the importance of that and to make the time in your family life and model that and have it be a part of their upbringing. So it's really fascinating to me how many stories and biographies and autobiographies and you know stories of different people go back to the roots, go back to the beginnings of the families of the person that they are focusing on. And there's just so much to show for where a person comes from. What kind of a family the child grew up in has so much to do with what kind of adult that person becomes. Now, that's not to say it's the only factor, nor is it meant to be intimidating to you as the mom, but rather it is just to be encouraging about how important our role really is. And I don't want to have that lost on you. I really want to emphasize that for you to understand the importance of your role as the mom and what we do as moms and as families and as leaders to and examples to our children. Having structure and responsibility is so important. And one of the ways that this is modeled in the family is being able to have roles and chores to be able to do. And it's interesting, according to the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, children can benefit from chores as early as age three. Did you hear that? (laughs) Some of you might be shocked. Some of you might be like, yep, had my kid doing things at three, had them doing things at two. Absolutely. I had my kids clearing the dishes off the table and putting them in the dishwasher at two, three years old. Absolutely. These benefits include higher self-esteem and greater responsibility later in life. So for all the talk that there is about self-esteem and about feeling good about yourself, give your kids chores give them something to be proud of themselves about give them something that gives them responsibility so encouraging your kids to load the dishwasher like i've done or make their beds is actually investing in their future success let them take on various responsibilities around the house having expectations for them is a good thing they can be proud of their work and their success so Give them these opportunities, give them that chance to succeed and be proud of themselves and say, hey, I did this. I am a contributing member of this family. And that in turn helps them become a contributing member of society. So the family unit and what goes on in the family and the expectations and the responsibility they're given in the family translates to their life and their role in society, in the greater society as they get older. So don't underestimate that. I just feel like it just all too often gets dismissed as a mom, as moms who say, Oh, I'm just a mom or yeah, I'm a mom. Like, no, it is definitely the least thanked and recognized position. I feel like in her society, but no. No, you're not just a mom. You are shaping and influencing our future society, and it starts here. So don't underestimate these seemingly little things, but it's the culture that you're setting up in your family. You are shaping our future leaders. You are shaping the next influential businessmen and women. You are guiding the minds of the thinkers and inventors. You are inspiring hope and joy and invention and discovery. Do not underestimate the importance of your role in your child's life and just in society as a whole. So teach them to be responsible with the jobs that they have, but also teach them to be responsible with money how to earn money, how to leverage money, how to save money, learn delayed gratification, how to give money and be generous. Talk about money. And it's really interesting. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Robert Kiyosaki or not. If you're not familiar with him, definitely look him up. Um, but Robert Kiyosaki wrote a He has written many different books, but one of the ones he's most famous for is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and what he observed in his life and his experiences and he wrote about and has shared multiple times from many stages and many talks and in this book is Basically, it comes down to the importance of talking about money. And his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he tells of his life growing up. And so he had, he talks about two different dads, quote unquote, in his life, two different father figures. So his poor dad was his actual father um, who has a diploma, has a job, gets a paycheck, goes to work, earns his paycheck, and lives the typical American life. And then his rich dad was his, his best friend's dad. And he has a business and has works with balance sheets and is in the real world with earning money and working with money and he talks about the things that he learned from his rich dad and the experiences and he learned all of his street smarts and all of his business understanding foundation from his rich dad and one of the biggest differences is that people who like quote unquote play it safe with money get the diploma get the job which is what our society is really based on in so many ways. But in that role, those families don't talk about money. But it's the families that are entrepreneurs and are earning money and, and you know working to, to to get more money and to create more money and to create jobs and and to find new ways of being able to grow a business. They are talking about money and from that their children learn about money. So I want to encourage you to talk about money with your family and with your children. And whatever that might look like in your family, encourage you to have those discussions and, and talk about what's going on in society and talk about what goes on in your family and creating a budget and and all these different things, but definitely have it be a regular part of what you do because having financial understanding and financial savvy is something that is greatly missing in society. And so the more that you can do to instill that understanding and the the power that that can give them to be able to be control of their finances and have good understanding of how money works and how society works, then when they get out on their own. Also, help to create lifelong learners. And I think this is really powerful because I think so many times you can be like, okay, you know, compartmentalize, you went to school, okay, you did your school thing, but pick out things that you can do to really instill that curiosity and to foster that curiosity in them. And I, I just feel like homeschooling is actually a, just a really excellent model of this because so often in homeschooling, you can study the things that actually interest you, not in every homeschool study. Um, but it just depends on what you're doing. But, um, But in that, it's often so appealing because children can often, like, okay, this is the topic I want to do. I have to write a whole essay on this, but at least I'm writing on a topic that I'm interested in. So just I encourage you to instill that curiosity and ask them questions and get them interested in different things and just hear what actually interests them and then foster that desire to be lifelong learners. Definitely raising well-rounded kids is just such a worthy goal or focus of a family. Being intentional with the activities that you expose your children to. I have made intention of having a wide variety of things when they're little, and then as they get older, they can choose more specific things. But just having a variety of things, such as like music lessons, piano lessons, choir, sports doing plays, reading a variety of different kinds of books and just reading is also very important and just being open to trying new activities and just fostering that spirit and desire and openness to try new things. And I know that can be that right there can be a very difficult thing um, for some children uh, because they get very stuck in their ways and just like it's keeping it safe and wanting to do one specific thing. So, it really takes intentionality on your part to really encourage your children to try new things and to break them out of their normal routine and their safety net to be able to expand. But the more that we do that and encourage that as moms in our role to encourage our children to try new things, they learn that through success, through failure, because they're gonna fail, but that's all part of it is getting over that fear of failure and being willing to reach out and try new things. Also, raising healthy children, where our bodies are valued and respected and are they are taught to treat them well, to feed them well, to exercise them, to treat them with respect and dignity. That is a very worthy thing to think about to instill that culture and understanding in your family, what are the key skills that you want your children to have when they leave your house? Things like, do you want them to be able to cook? to clean, to do laundry, to know how to wash dishes, to change the oil in the car, to fill the tires with air, to have a good sense of direction, all these different things. Like, what are the key skills? Like, have you thought about that? Have you thought about these key things that like, oh, that would probably be a good idea if they know how to do this before they go off on their own? So, These are all different things to really think about, to set intention, to set vision for your family that you can do as the mom in the family. And when we come back, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, I'm going to go into specific kinds of ideas of how, we can do these things and foster these things and equip our children with a lot of these different things that we've just talked about in the general sense and the general ideas. So you are listening to Moms for Wellness on SMN Enlightenment Radio and TV or on any podcast anywhere you get your podcast on Apple or Spotify. I am Jenny Hardy and we will be right back. <music> Welcome back to Moms for Wellness on SM Enlightenment Radio or anywhere you get your podcasts. I am Jenny Hardy, and we are talking about family goals, your family vision. Do you have one? <laughs> if that is a shocker to you, and somehow you missed the first first section of this um, podcast, this episode, then go back and listen to it, um, or just hop in with us and, and check it out later. But we are talking about having that overall vision for your family and like i mentioned in the beginning I think it often gets overlooked and we just don't take the time to think about it and to really process it. And then before we know it, the kids are walking down the aisle at graduation and we're like, where did the time go? Oh, I wish I had done this. I wish they knew this. I wish I had instilled this in them. And it's never too late. You were always their mom. But my goal and my desire for you as a mom is to think intentionally now while you have the children at home with you to be intentional about who you want them to be when they leave your home and go into the world and what skills you want them to have and what experiences you want them to have. And so we talked a lot about that in the first part of this. And what I want to do now is go into some more specific ideas of things that you could do um, to help instill this family culture and accomplish some of these goals that you might have for them. So the first one I want to share with you is to pick a word for your child for the year. Um, And this, it's up to you, you can do it as a school year and so do this like in September or August when they're going back to school, or you can do it in the calendar year and you know, just do it when the year turns you on January 1st, it doesn't matter. But the concept is picking a word for each child that you have that and speak that over them and really encourage them to experience whatever that is like it could be honesty it could be truth it could be character it could be love it could be joy it could be whatever word that you you want um to have them focus on that year and then bring attention to that and intentionality to that throughout their lives throughout that year. And then by, you know, after many years of this, you will have many years of really focusing in on honing in on what does that word represent in their life and, and building that character into them. Also, another idea kind of similar to that is picking a verse for your child for the year. So same concept, like calendar year or school year, it doesn't matter. Um, And so obviously, this um, is for um, people that are faith-based, Christians that want to be able to pick a verse and speak that over your child. And it would be one that they learn, that they memorize, and that they really put deep in their heart and that you speak over them and and that you pray over them and that they really, incorporate into their life and into their experiences um and along that uh, another um, idea not just one for the whole year but another one is like if there's certain scripture that you want to work on memorizing um to be able to just speak that over them before they go out the door in the morning one of the ones that i think about that i've done with my children is um the the uh the armor putting on the armor of God and going through the scripture for that and dressing them in the armor of God every day and praying that over them and speaking that and that's a way for them to memorize scripture as well um, and it just incorporates into them who they are and what you believe and um, what you represent um, another one kind of along those lines as well is to choose a family motto so whatever you know come up with a family motto you might do this yourself or you might incorporate your children your whole family with coming up with a motto of what represents you and using that and and speaking that over them in all kinds of situations and events that you have. Um, And so that just really instills a sense of identity and who they are and, and togetherness and oneness as a family unit as well. Um, Another thing kind of along those lines as well um, that I heard uh, someone do that I really like is is saying the phrase like, this is what the Hardy family does or something to that effect, like um, holding hands and praying before you eat. This is is what the Hardys do or looking both ways before crossing the street and teaching that to them. You know, this is what we do in the Hardy family. We look both ways before we cross the street. Wearing your seatbelt, you know, this is what we do in the Hardy family. So things like that, that specific things that you want to teach them and instill in them. to, And again, that goes back to a sense of identity and sense of oneness and togetherness as a family unit as well, because this is what we do as a family. Uh, So those are some ideas um, to be able to incorporate. Another one is take each child out for a date. And whatever frequency that would work for you, it could be, um, you know, once a year, once a month, every other month, the schedule doesn't matter. Just the fact is to do it would be a great thing. I know um, uh, some friends of mine do this for Valentine's. They do a daddy-daughter Valentine's date, and sometimes it takes quite a while to get through all the kids and find a date to be able to actually go out, Um, but that would be like that specific thing once a year, but um, it gives them something to look forward to. It gives that special time one-on-one, just so many uh, benefits from doing something like that. Something as simple as put your phone down and give your children your undivided attention. That speaks volumes and especially in this day and age when they aren't getting full attention all the time and and just everything seems so scattered, when you can do that and that shows the importance that you place on them and that time you have with them as well. Along that line, also having um, no phones at the dinner table so that you are actually having conversation and um, giving undivided attention at the dinner table as well. Um, Do activities that create an environment where conversation can easily occur. So this usually happens a lot in like the regular mundane tasks and events in life, things like driving in the car or walking to school or going and doing the grocery run together, whatever it might be but it can also uh you can also like create events like bike rides going on a bike ride together or going on hikes together it doesn't have to be laborious it doesn't have to be fancy but just creating that time together either as a family or one-on-one with your children that invites an opportunity to discuss and to talk with one another and to share and to really understand what is going on in their lives and just foster that conversation. Um, Another uh, fun thing that we have, and I'm actually the The name of it of the book is escaping me, but we had this um, memory activity book that has like all these activities in it. And you don't know what the activity is, but it tells you. It's like a family date basically, and it tells you what the types of things that you need um, to do this. And then, but you don't know what the activity is. You pick an activity together, and then you go do it. And um, it could be like baking something. It could be going out to do something. That one that we did was. Um, setting up a huge domino um, train in your house. And so we like pulled every book that we had and had it all around the house. So just a lot of fun, different things that might be hard to come up with ideas, um, but that is really good. So I will I will find the name of that and put, um, put the name in the show notes because I can't remember the name of it right now. Um, but that's just a really fun um, guided way to do activities together as a family. Um, one thing that you can do too is have an actual goal creating session and get input from your whole family. So talk to them about what goals that they want to accomplish and then just make sure that they're measurable, make sure that they're attainable and make them fun. Um, So really think about just sitting down and having this intentional time as a family to talk about what goals do we want to do as a family. Um, Have family dinners together. Research indicates that teens in homes with regular family dinners have lower rates of anxiety, depression, eating disorders, substance abuse, and obesity. But despite these benefits, only about 30% of families regularly eat dinner together. Ah! So if eating together every night doesn't quite work, and I get it, we have busy, busy schedules, just make it a goal to eat dinner or breakfast or lunch together once more per week than you currently do. So just add on another day because the importance of having that time together as a family and coming together. And a lot of it too is just, it is creating that intentionality and opportunity to have discussion. And especially dinner I love because the day has happened or most of the day has happened, you can hear about what went on in the day and just that interaction with one another. So some things that um, kind of along with that is having family discussions, um, and go with that you could have choose a discussion night um, it could be at dinner time, and you could like pick a topic of discussion and, and discuss it you could use conversation starter packets there's all kinds of them i have several of them next to our dinner table and you can just pick one and just it's just fun to hear the things that they come up with um you could even have a family debate night and just choose a light-hearted topic like which disney movie is the best of all time and then have each family member prepare and present their arguments and just doing fun things like that. Just um, giving the opportunity to be together and hear their perspective on things too. Um, Having family game night, um, we love board games. We love card games. We love all kinds of different games. Um, And they're so good for so many things. They help with cognitive development. Being able to learn to win or lose, because mama likes winning, so it's good for them to learn to lose. Um, Doing decision making, um, working on math skills and language skills that they don't even realize are happening because they're having fun playing these games. And it's just a fun thing to be able to do together. Um, Having family movie night together, making pizzas together. We already talked about having dinner together. Doing family field trips, like have the whole family vote on a museum or art Art gallery or exhibit to visit together by the end of the month and then go do that but going out and doing those things together and speaking of going out and doing things together the vacations that you go on and the trips that you go on together speak volumes so what, what goal is it? Is it a goal to spend time with extended family, go to family reunions, um, maybe even to go on a mission trip with your family, um, maybe to see the national parks, to see historic landmarks, to go to a Bible conference or a camp. What are those things that are important to you and use those family trips to be able to highlight them and really um, coordinate with the goals that you have and the vision that you have for your family. Along with that, serving together is a really powerful thing and instills into them the values and the things that you want to teach them. Um, Things like volunteering at a soup kitchen together or um, maybe a ministry at your church or a local church in town. Um, we have um, one that's called Hands Open Wide that distributes food to people in the community that need that. So going and serving um, at that together. Uh, serving a Thanksgiving meal or a Christmas meal or various holiday meals. I'm um, Doing that together. Going on a mission trip like I just mentioned in the last one. So thinking of ways that you can serve together. Even making brownies for a neighbor and delivering it together. Together. But it gives that that concept and those ideas of service and giving to others, and um, that they aren't the most important thing in the universe. Right? That other putting other people's needs above their own and you're instilling those values that you want to be intentional about instilling in their lives. Um, Along with that, donating to nonprofit organizations, um, that can be monetarily, um, but it also can be like giving away their clothes that they've outgrown, or toys um, that they don't play with anymore, or just giving them toys that they don't play with anymore to people that they know that might need it or appreciate that. This helps to create a generous, kind, giving heart in your children. So out of all these things that I shared, what resonated with, the, with you the most? What area do you want to start with? What spoke to you and said, ah, I really want this to be my vision. I really want, I, work, I do a lot of those things, but gosh, I didn't think of this one area. What is that one area that you really want to be able to focus on and instill those things in your family in your children so pick that one area and then i want to encourage you to create a smart goal and smart s-m-a-r-t stands each letter stands for something so have your goal be specific the s stands for specific that answers the who the what the where the when and the why questions those specific things and then the m make it measurable how will you measure your success. For example, how many times do you want to do a certain task to consider your goals are complete? And then the A stands for achievable. Reaching for the sky is wonderful, but make sure your goal is actually something that you can actually see yourselves reaching. And then the R is for relevant. Does your goal match your family's needs and values? Is this something that you really want to be focusing on? Is it something you'll actually benefit from? And then the T stands for time bound. How long do you have to achieve your goal? And so then once you have your goal, then set that goal path, create a short term goals out of your long term goal. So that's your big vision. And then what are those little things that you can do to help achieve that? So write down your end goal, then create that goal pathway, outlining all the steps that are needed between where you are now and where you want to be to where you want to be and keep it somewhere everyone in the family can see like on the fridge or in the living room so it's something that everyone is working towards and everyone is invested in and a part of And then check back in on it regularly. Choose how often you'll follow up and how you'll mark your progress on your goal. And a visual progress tracker is especially great for kids, like something that they can check off or color in. Um, So it just really helps them, especially when you have long-term goals, to help them see achieving those smaller things to get you there. And then celebrate your achievements. Whether you hit your target or not, your family deserves to celebrate their hard work. So choose the perfect way to celebrate all your family Family's accomplishments, um, things that you can do, like using any of the things that we've talked about. But the the main thing, though, is have that vision for your family, and it's not about checking off the boxes. It's about who do you want your children to be as adults really have that end in mind. And I want to leave you with two different quotes. Um, The first one is from Mother Teresa. What she said is, what can you do to promote world peace? Go home and love your family. That's pretty powerful. And then Winston Churchill said, there is no doubt that it is around the family and the home that all the greatest virtues the most dominating virtues of human are created, strengthened and maintained. So it is not a small thing what you were doing as a mom and the, the vision that you are casting for your family and the family goals that you are creating. And we know that family goal setting can also, it can help you develop new skills. It can encourage a growth mindset for your children. It teaches your kids the value of intrinsic motivation. It models healthy family relationships for your children. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But above all, show love, show gratitude. More is caught than taught. For all the lessons we teach and the discussions we have and the things that we do, it's the way we shaped our family and the rhythm that we established as our cultural norm in our family that will be what is most instilled in and remembered by our children. So be wise, be intentional, Don't merely spend time with your children, invest it. Invest that time in them. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been powerful. A time for you to really step back and think about this past year. Take the time to reflect on it. Think about what you want for this next coming year. What vision have you set for your family? And if you haven't set one yet, let me encourage you to do that now. Do that by the end of the year set that vision of what you want for your family and what your role in it as a mom. And I would love to hear what you are thinking about, what your visions are for your family, what your goals are for your family, Um, ones that you think are really important that maybe I didn't include. I would love to hear them. So definitely reach out to me on Instagram at Jenny Hardy. I would love to hear your comments or if you have pictures of your family doing any of these things, definitely tag me on them. I would love to see that. So be encouraged to go invest your time in your family. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.